Well, hey there. How are you doing? Oh, I'm recording this um, the morning of November 4th. And we'll see if I have um, useful things for you or not. <laughs> I hope that you're doing well. And um, uh, I have been sharing a few quick updates of Intel by written only through my Substack page. So hopefully you're subscribed over there. The link is in the show notes if you're not. And then that way you get everything from me via email, which is a really reliable way right now with the way things are on socials and and whatnot. And I'm not always in a good situation environmentally or uh, externally or internally to record audio right now. So everything's great here, just in case you misinterpret that uh, statement. Um, So, okay. Hmm. So I would first say that in the last couple of hours since I woke up, I have been in just an incredible, a state of just massive waves of euphoria, which has been really fun to experience. Um, And I would preface all this with sharing a little bit from uh, my cosmic brother, Barrett, who I've mentioned in earlier transmissions. And Barrett's role, if you will, um, you know, we have many, uh, but in this life is very much to be very attuned to and sort of processing for the population of humans on the planet, which is not my role. And, uh, and I often am only very lightly aware of what's going on with the population as a whole or the collective as a whole. I'm much more uh, here in aware, uh, awake aware relationship with the earth and, uh, and have kind of that sort of more macro view of the cosmos and the macro view of the earth and then sometimes a very specific sort of micro view um, but that kind of layer that is the human collective is something that is not really a place that I play in very often. And honestly, I'm, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> so I'm very grateful to those of you also who do various work at that collective level, um, but in particular to Barrett. Um, and I know we have joked a couple of times, he and I, around like, better you than me about his role as well as my role. So, you know, we're in our perfect divine experiences, clearly. So he had shared with me, we've been talking for a while about November and a sensation of big energy inflection points coming in November. And uh, for me, the dates that I have been hearing have been moving around a lot, as you know, if you've been following my uh, transmissions in the last few months. But those dates have been essentially the 3rd, the 10th, the 17th, 18th, kind of together, the 23rd and the 28th. Those have been the dates that I keep kind of hearing and they keep sort of kaleidoscoping in and out, which one is really this big inflection point that I've been feeling since the beginning of the year. And um, and Barrett had the specific awareness of the third as a kind of polarity flip, like a flip of polarity that has been on the planet. I think he's been sharing about this on his socials. And um, within that 
experience um, that he was uh, aware of yesterday, November 3rd, there was this, as we were talking about it, he was having this sensation of humanity is awakening. And we were laughing because it was not what people think, right? Like people think, oh, I want humanity to awaken. <laughs> but... And they often mean like all the humans to kind of awaken, but actually there is an energy, a fundamental underlying energy that is the energy of humanity, like in the same way that we would think of the energy of love, right? There is an energy that is of humanity and that energy with this flip correction, whatever you want to call it on these, on this, these polarity pieces, uh, on the planet has awakened and that will create this experience for humans having more and more, if you will, I'm going to call this more and more return to the heart. And much of what the heart would be experiencing or prioritizing has been shut off for so many humans for so long that this will probably be a painful process for most because when your heart starts to open for the first time after a very long time of being shut down a lot of yucky stuff comes up now this is something that I'm very familiar with energetically at the micro level working with individuals and seeing different kind of specific individual timeline strands and helping people with the mm, the unplugging of childhood energetic directives if you will and neurobiologic patterning um, but there can also be a lot of shame that comes when we then look at when that heart opening begins and we look back at the things that we have done or that we have not done and we can be in a lot of shame around that please understand that shame serves virtually no purpose other than to show you where you would like your own if you will choices to be reoriented to so take the data from that and do your very best to not internalize the drama of it, if you will. It's going to be a pretty big, messy situation at the societal level. And you know, I've been saying for quite some time that society will be messy in 2023 and 2024 in particular. And I feel 2024 is really like the peak of the mess in that regard. Um, as so many people's hearts open to them, it's going to be kind of wild. So, but here's really the, the, the energetic experience and, and information from early this morning that I wanted to share. All of that is sort of backdrop, if you will. So, early in the morning, um, I was woken up and guided to work with a bunch of different stones and crystals that... I have in my bedroom and I'm placing them in particular places on my body and then kind of dropping deeply in to connection with earth 
and um, lots of things that I couldn't begin to articulate, but the one that came through very loudly was that all of humanity, all, all of humans, have been overnight essentially like encased in this sort of kind of fluidy, gelatinous kind of bubble that looked very much to me like I was trying to like, okay, what is this like, right? I wanted to understand what this was like because I could tell that this was something I was supposed to share with you. And that it looked very much to me like when you see frogs' eggs, like, you know, in the water's edge, and they're like in these little tiny bubbles and they're all connected and they're just sort of bubbling along and maybe little bits of them, little groups of them separate, but and then they sort of bobble along and then they kind of come back together. But these little bubbles... I see, I could very clearly see that this sort of embryonic womb bubble state had been placed around every human on the planet, including me, including all, and that the purpose of this bubble was to protect the rest of the earthlings, meaning the non-humans, that live here on earth right you see them everywhere you know i'm sitting here in a in a in a field so trees mountains birds animals waters uh grasses <laughs> everything um you know fish uh whales dolphins bees like everything all the earthlings all the beings that live on earth are earthlings you are an earthling you may identify as a XYZ national heritage or an ABC racial identity or, um, you know, an XYZ kind of gender identity or like there are a million different ways in which you may choose to identify, which like is great, whatever feels good for you. Try to layer in this idea of identifying Perhaps as a human, that might be the easiest place to go first. It's like, oh, I am a human. I am with all the humans. I'm here as part of this human family. For some of you, that actually will be really, that will be the harder version because you're not very comfortable with what's going on with humans at this time. So instead, then try Earthling. You're here with all the beings on Earth, right? That Earth is hosting within herself in the same way that your body is hosting trillions and trillions and trillions of beings within itself, right? So, earthlings. Now, this humanity energy awakening within humans who have not already had this occur is going to be disruptive energetically. It's going to be very loud energetically. There are many sounds that I was hearing, feeling, sensing in the opening of the hearts as I could feel them sort of rippling around the globe. This is a very, yes, it's just energy as sound in this case. And I don't know that it's necessarily sound that we would hear with our human ears, which only hear just a teeny, teeny tiny little bit of, of sound energy frequency, but it is a very disruptive sound. If you know anything about kind of sound energy, you also are aware that sounds, energetic sounds, 
can be very impactful on matter, right? So this frog egg <laughs> kind of embryo protection, bubbly protection is there to protect the rest of the earthlings from the inner energetic sounds of your channel to humanity energy awakening within yourself. Now, for some of you listening to this, particularly, you're going to already like that's already a channel that's open within you and your heart is already fully open within you. And the call is to open wider. Always. This is always our call <coughs> to open wider. My heart opens wide. Let it receive the divine. Let it receive your own essence. Let it receive the deep sacred current of life force bubbling up through you as a beautiful conduit and ex unique expression of it. So this protective bubbling bubble membrane is there protecting the rest of earthlings and earth as humans go through this. I'm not sure how long it's going to last and I'm not sure if everybody kind of pops out at once. I think perhaps not. I'm not sure about that. But the guidance for today, because so many of you who will listen to this will already be in that kind of heart connected space is this bubble may you may love it it may be super protective to you around the other what's going on with the other humans in fact i know it will be um and i'm confident that this is one of the reasons i was experiencing these massive waves of euphoria because i was uh more insulated than usual from the sounds if you will of the other humans and so then I could be more connected into the, you know, the kind of correct, true, pure euphoria that is this cosmos, that is source, spirit, divinity, life force, whatever you want to call it. And, and also we should be aware that because of the protective nature of this it will make it a little bit harder and for some a lot harder to connect with the rest of the non-human earthlings so the connection into nature right now will be will feel maybe a little bit harder a little bit fuzzier a little bit removed muffled your job is to lean further into that to really bring strong devotional attention to making sure that you are getting connected to the non-human natural world and energetics as often as possible right now this is everything and particularly those of you who already feel very kind of clear and anchored in your heart space and open and wide open in your heart space fantastic then your job actually very much is to be an even stronger if you will kind of anchor for the connection between all of the non-human earthling energies and humanity as an energy itself be the living bridge you are a living bridge and this is 
your call to arms, so to speak. Wrap your arms around all of the human and non-human earthlings and be that living bridge. What I think is happening in uh, the society level of things, and I mean, you know this is happening too, but we're the kind of the mm, nexus place for it is very much what's happening in the Middle East. And if it is important to you and it feels correct to you in your heart to look there, then I suggest that you do look there and bring as much of your wide open heart energy to that area and also to how what is happening there is affecting all of the humans around the globe in different ways. I know people are very concerned from different perspectives about what is happening there. The most effective way for any of us to impact what is happening there, unless we are like deep inside certain decision-making circles in the humans, which if you're listening to this, probably you're not, but maybe you are. But if you're not in that situation where you have literal immediate kind of authority over physical impacts of things occurring in that area, then your most effective way of impacting things positively is to be this living bridge. Now in the past, you've heard me talk in years past about this idea of being a lighthouse. There are many more lights on the planet now than there were before. There were many more, and I'm speaking about the human layer of the planet. I'm sorry for not being more uh, specific with my language. So in the human population, there were not very many lights before. And so it was really important to turn your light on and become a lighthouse. Now we have a much brighter, um, more, if you will, populous network of lighthouses around the planet. And the call now is this new role of becoming the living bridge. Be the living bridge between the actual fundamental underlying energy that is humanity through your human container as a conduit to the rest of the earthling energies, including the earth these specific and if you can't tap into that try to connect into just the larger um or maybe more fundamentals way to put it either way of the deep sacred current of life force and be a living bridge between humanity and life force but really if you have the capacity to be more nuanced in this uh, it's would be even more powerful and more specific if what you're being a bridge between is that humanity energy and the non-human natural earthling world energetics. This is really 
really the most powerful thing that you can do at this time. And then if there's any way that feels useful to you to express that in the linear physical plane of human experience and support and encourage other humans in their own heart opening, in their own beginning to have their energetic of humanity awakened within them, then great, do that. Don't fight with people. Don't engage in fights with people who are stuck in perspectives that create a right-wrong. Um, it's not useful. Um, even with, if you will, higher-level perspective on like what's actually going on with the quote-unquote bad actors in this scenario, that, and there are different scenario levels going on as well, it doesn't matter. At the highest level, this stuff that's occurring in the Middle East is actually massively supporting Earth's evolution forward and the opportunity for humanity to keep moving into a um, exalted timeline of its own into the evolution of Homo lumens on this planet. It can be very hard to sit with painful, awful, Things occurring where there is massive violence and horrific abuse and horrific abuse of power occurring, whether that's in our private, personal, community, social lives or at a larger macro scale like this, it can be extremely painful. Don't look away, but also don't get consumed by it. You have the strength to be the living bridge. I know you have the strength to be a stand for humanity, for love, for life force, for the beautiful natural energies of earth and all the earthlings. Yeah. Okay. Get yourself in as much connection as often as possible with the natural world, one way or the other. And if you're in a situation, for whatever reason, where you can't do that in your physical, then I want you regularly looking at pictures and videos of the natural world. Like, be, in, be immersed in it. Be suffused in it. Infused by it so important for so many different reasons right now all right so i think this is the primary things for you for today um oh no the one other thing was that i also heard this morning that it's the 17th 18th or is most likely now going to be this big inflection uh point and it feels very much like a popping out occurs like popping through a membrane now i don't know if that means that it's the first group of humans that will pop out of this frog's egg uh you know kind of bubble membrane protective container or something else but i do think i do think it's that i do think that's what it is that it's that first like okay popping out where the people that are ready uh to be in the experience of the energy of humanity awakening and expanding within them without causing harm from that process to the rest of the non-human earthlings 
Speaking of non-human earthlings, I have some dogs barking near me right now as they get out of a car and they're, I'm sitting overlooking a meadow <laughs> and it's super like crazy, windy, rainy weather, but I was like, I'm going out to the meadow and these little dogs are just here now. So if you hear them in the background, enjoy them and send them love. Okay. So this, yeah, 17th, 18th, I think that'll be fun. I think that's what's going on is it's the first uh, of this kind of grouping of people popping through. Although I really actually sense this inflection point is a larger kind of planetary and cosmic level thing that's happening that I don't have words for yet. And the, one of the impacts or byproducts of that is that some of the humans who will, who will be able to not be harming the, the non-human earthlings with their unbubbled, if you will, uncloaked, un, uh, unmembraned uh, heart connection to the energy of humanity, that they would become essentially open back up again. I think that's a byproduct of whatever is happening cosmically, uh, and, which would then also have, of course, an impact planetarily and you know many different ripple effects. So that feels really fun. Solstice in December continues to feel super, super amazing and exalted. And, um, and 2024, I mean, it's, there are many different layers and levels on which you could perceive and experience 2024 as a calendar year in the human artificial time. Um, on the 3D level, on the human, on a, like, kind of awakening level, it's going to be messy, okay? And all that means for you is nothing to be afraid of. All that means for you is just the more you can use this particular time and today's particular share and sort of directions, if you will, to build your capacity to be that living bridge and have the visceral embodied experience of being that living bridge and everything that will happen for you particularly as a function of that, then that is going to give you really important, if you will, inner resources to make 2024 much easier for you. Now, for those of us who've been paying attention to the fact that 2023's planetary energy theme has been, still is, homecoming our soul in full, our essence in full coming here into home in our human body here on in earth. That is the true meaning of that energetic. There are many different ways in which many people are experiencing that in their human external environment, but it is truly about we're, we're really fully coming in now. And for those who've been really working with that energy, then you will find that the foundation building continues and gets really interesting because a big part of the work this year has been essentially like to use the building metaphor has been clearing and cleaning and clearing out the building site right and like maybe there was a old ramshackle house there that had to be like deconstructed fully and demolished and torn down and then the whole building site for the new house has to be um you know cleaned and cleared and leveled and you know all that other kind of stuff right so that's been a huge part of this year has been a lot of deconstruction and preparing for foundation building in many ways, the whole 10-year period starting 2023 is foundation building. 
for the next like 200 years. And so this first year has been like the foundation building for the foundation building, although really much of that has been the deconstruction of the gunky whatever that needed to be cleared out so that foundation building could begin. And I don't have a particular word or phrase to share yet of the 2024 planetary energies, but what continues to come in imagery-wise is this sense of like the infusion and the seeping in of more and more of of life force, of love, of the highest energies, of your own essence, of, uh, uh, see words are not good right now for this, but it, it feels like this like infusion coming in, like as if like you're, you know, sitting at the beach on the sand and then suddenly the waters come up and just the, wa- the tide going up, not because of waves, but the tide going up suddenly has you sitting in the water instead of sitting on the sand. And you're now like infused with that water. And water continues to be fundamental to all of these sort of explorations and experiences, water in all of its expressions. So we have some knowledge in our human sciences about the different um, phases of water and how it shows up in the material world. There are other dimensional layers of how water expresses itself so hmm yeah fun with that i've shared a couple of pieces on that in in far earlier transmissions if you're if you're having a big water thing right now you could you could just do a search on my my the page on my website where all the transmissions are you're also probably listening to this in one of your podcast players or something like that as well um or through substack but if you go to the um homepage for it at melaniegillespie.com forward slash luminosity there's like a search function and you can just search water and you'd, you'd find uh, probably a handful of episodes that would touch on um, water topics my guess is yeah hmm. all right I hope that you're able to just experience some of the euphoria that I'm feeling because it is so fun and so beautiful and I love you completely and um, thank you for being here and you're welcome for however this has been supportive to you and your process and I will connect with you in words again soon. (laughs) Bye.